2: Hey guys,
3: welcome to Lovecast, the boys love podcast, where we talk about everything related to boys love. I'm your host Pixie, and with me are my co-host Alexa, and because Coco sadly had to work, we have with us Kayla from the YouTube channel Moon Concert. Hey! Hey guys! (laughs) Hey! So since we're finally doing like an episode with just us, finally again, (laughs) uh, we have a lot of on our list over what to talk about in tea time. I won't go through everything that's happened because there's a lot, but we'll go through the major points. So, uh, one of the big news that came out a little while ago was that fans were attacking Sam, Sam's girlfriend. He's a main character in the Taiwanese show We Best Love after she sang a song that Sam had said that he liked during a live stream. And they were saying that she was writing his coattails and cursing her for ruining the fantasy of BL. Oh god. Uh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. And like a lot of fans, apparently Taiwanese fans and probably around the world, think that girlfriends should be hidden during promotions. And if they don't hide them, they don't care about the BL fans and shouldn't be acting in BL to begin with. Oh, Lord. Hmm. Interesting take. Yeah. And the attack was got so bad, it was on the actual Taiwanese news. Damn. I, yeah.
1: Wasn't expecting
3: you
1: know, that. You know what I think is funny? Like... She wasn't like it's not like she's the type of thing where they just found out that he had a girlfriend like it's it seems like they have been pretty public about their relationship. Mm-hmm. And I remember after the first season Sam mentioned at some point that like his girlfriend I don't know if, what word he used but like Liked basically like enjoyed. I'm I I'm not I'm not sure what the right term is, but was like cheering him and you on during the kiss scenes and stuff like that. And like when that happened, yeah. everyone was acting like his girlfriend was so cool for like mm-hmm.
3: uh-huh.
1: being okay with her boyfriend being in a BL ship and and all this stuff. But now that like she's actually doing something that shows that they're a couple and like doing something <laughs> relevant to their relationship, everyone has suddenly turned on her, and it's just like so tiring and frustrating to watch Mm -hmm. stuff like that
3: yeah agreed and she's just sang a song that sam likes it's not like he's her boyfriend (laughs) why shouldn't she be singing a song that he likes (laughs) what is that (laughs) she was his girlfriend before he got the role in we best love so it's not like she's Mm -hmm. writing his coattails because they were together before that it's She's not a gold digger. She didn't come in just because of his success. He suddenly had like a good show. Yeah, like mm-hmm.
0: it just always like amazes me the level of possessiveness that yeah. goes mm-hmm. into fan service and the BL mm-hmm. industry. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we see this happen in other industries too. Like, for example, K-pop, where yeah. people just feel like they own that person, and that mm-hmm. person should constantly be upholding the fantasy that they view them as if that makes sense yeah Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Yeah. and it's like it doesn't matter how realistic the actors are like the same thing just happened with max with him coming Mm -hmm. out and being Mm -hmm. public about dating mook like it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter that Mm -hmm. max and tool have always been very explicit about saying that they're just friends that they see each other as family Mm -hmm. they've been like that for years and despite all of that it doesn't matter how little they play into the fantasy the fans still see that they're dating someone who's not their bl pair and lose it i mean mm-hmm. max tool yeah. with max it wasn't nearly this extreme but there are still those fans out there that were making comments to the point where max had to specifically say that everything about his friendship with tool was genuine and they weren't lying to the fans and mm-hmm. stuff like that <laughs> like it's yeah. just so crazy <laughs> yeah imagine having to like
0: constantly prove (laughs) your friendship and relationships with people to the public when it really is just not their business right and people might say that it's their business because they're public figures but this is something that's like completely separate from their work life
3: yeah yeah and like they're actors they're not Mm -hmm. this isn't like a different category or something like that being a BL actor they're just actors and like yes they a lot of them have really close relationships with their acting partners but that's because they need to have like this chemistry and trust to each other to do the part well so they naturally get really close through it but that doesn't mean like they have to really honestly date like why would you ruin like two men's like really good relationship because you believe that they should be dating yeah i mean all right why does it have to be like dating love why can't it be brother love right uh, mm-hmm. yeah but that's not good enough for people no <laughs> <laughs> yeah we could talk about it this for like an hour but <laughs> yeah, honestly We'll leave it there. It's uh, really bad and people need to stop. (laughs) Bottom line. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So there was also some backlash from a staff member, we think, from GMMTV, uploaded a Mm. TikTok of Earth Changing. I did hear something about that, but I don't know the
0: details.
3: Yeah, it didn't seem like he knew he was being recorded so it's what people have an issue with like okay he's been practically naked on screen but that (laughs) is something he did willingly and knowingly and Mm -hmm. someone filming him without his knowledge while he doesn't consent to have like being on screen without his clothes on is disgusting yeah
1: yeah Yeah, so they tried to start they started a hashtag it was save earth from sexual harassment and even Mm. like his official fan club like his Thai official fan club was tweeting about it too Mm. to that point that like it got even to because you know sometimes like international fans see things as more of an issue than Thai fans and vice versa but Mm -hmm. it seems like this was pretty universal that none of his fans really liked how that happened and the fact that he was on camera and and they uploaded it to TikTok. Yeah. I didn't see the original. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to watch the original TikTok or anything mm. like that. I just saw screenshots from it, but yeah. I don't know if they took it down or anything like that,
3: but mm. yeah. And you know GMMTV is known for not saying anything when <laughs> <in> stuff <dress-up laughs> like this happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think we did mention that before. <laughs> yeah,
3: we did. <laughs> Yeah, so we won't be getting anything, and Earth won't be saying anything because GMMTV will tell him not to, so we don't really know what he feels about this. Yeah. Like, for a default feeling for this, you should just think that it's not okay. And it's not okay searching for it, and it's not okay trying to find it. You should respect his privacy and even though you know there's might be a clip out there you shouldn't actively go and try and find it yeah like yeah. you said there's plenty
1: if you really need to see the dude shirtless there's plenty of scenes mm-hmm. in it shows where he's consented to being on the screen that way and yes. you don't need to go looking for the ones where he is being filmed without his consent
2: mm-hmm
3: Yeah, like go watch A Tale of a Thousand Stars (laughs) or when the new, like the whole dance, you can watch the trailer for the, what's it called? The one where they dance? I know it, but I can't remember Yeah. It. It. It's not supposed to be a BL, I think, but like there's a lot of BL stars oh, in it. The like... mama go mama yeah. Mama go thing. Mama go go or something. Yeah. 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 He he's yeah. naked in the trailer. He's doing <laughs> dance. So just go watch that instead. <laughs> yeah. I feel
0: like so many of these issues just come back to consent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, consent is, I think it's a very Western term, Mm
3: -hmm, because mm -hmm.
0: I have gotten comments sometimes where people are like, I didn't even know that this was like a concept, which I think is a problem in and of itself, because then that plays into a situation like this where you're like, well, he is always shirtless or whatever, like you said, so he shouldn't be bothered by it. But it's just like, he didn't ask.
2: Right,
0: for, he didn't ask to be filmed and put on TikTok mm. in that
2: yeah. way.
3: Yeah, I think I have got a really like harsh stand on stuff like that because in Norway, like I've grown up with the idea that you're not allowed to film anyone that mm-hmm. doesn't consent to it. Like you can if someone is breaking into your building and stealing shit, you're not allowed to show anyone that footage. You can give no. it to the police. Right. Mm-hmm. but you're not allowed to release it and try and catch the thief yourself yeah that's pretty strict <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's interesting because i think in america especially mm-hmm. recently it's kind of been the opposite when it comes to crime yeah like you get everything on camera especially with you know, the things that happen with our police and the taking of innocent lives. It's kind of like when it comes yeah. to crime, like
0: yeah. you
1: record everything to make sure people are safe and to try and prevent something mm. worse from happening. But that's a completely different end of the spectrum. Like that's trying to save people's lives. Whereas recording someone without their clothing on, without their consent mm. is never, never something you should be doing. No. Nope. Yeah, there's
3: really
0: no sense of vigilante justice and that you're not really helping anyone or benefiting from it.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So the next one is pretty short, but people actually went to audition for two moons three. (laughs) You already know how (laughs) I feel about this topic. Like We were discussing this in the server because, like, okay, I feel sorry for these actors who are going to go into that hellhole. (laughs) But at the same time, like, this has happened twice already. And if you go to that audition, you are sort of to blame yourself if you, like, happen to end up in the same situation.
0: You would think that actors would do research on the companies. (laughs) before they (laughs) jump into a contract. But I don't know. Like, Is it a thing where actors are like, oh, you don't want to go to this certain company because of this and you'd rather go to this one? Like, Is there insider talk around it? Or are they just on their
3: own? (laughs) So what I've heard from people I've talked to in the industry is that the actors themselves don't necessarily know that much unless they are very they want to know but the managers they talk to each other a lot so (laughs) they have a lot of gossip amongst the managers so either way the managers would know about it
0: yeah Yeah, and they should know about it because part Mm -hmm. of managing them
1: is protecting their image and just them as a person yeah exactly that's what pixie was saying like you would think as a manager you would know that going into a company in a series with this type of reputation wouldn't be good for their image but mm, I guess really some people think the benefits of being in a BL outweigh that I, I really don't know what the logic is there like
3: yeah. I
1: can't imagine why someone would see being in this franchise as good for any artist image
3: yeah, and honestly, if you look at the pictures from the event, they don't look happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're like, oh, we got ourselves some deep shit. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, none of the actors are really smiling or anything. Or yeah, it just looks miserable. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad. Yeah. Because
0: like I said before, I just know they're going to take advantage of people's desperation to want yeah. to be in a series and act. Mm -hmm. and you know they probably a lot of them probably do see it as well I'm gonna have to make this sacrifice and bad Mm -hmm. things might happen but I really like this is my dream I really want to pursue this and Mm -hmm. it's just this so sad overall the whole situation is so sad
3: yeah because when you think about it that like former casts that were wronged, they are doing pretty okay now Mm mm-hmm And they might not have gotten to that point if they weren't a part of the show. So there is an argument for it, but still I can't we just let that company die? Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's like a way to get into the industry, but like at what cost? At what cost to your own well being. And I'm sure there
0: Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of situations like this that we don't even hear about. Yeah, exactly. I don't Probably.
3: know. Probably. Mm-hmm. We also like last thing. This was pretty big. It got big. The Mew plagiarism deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some uh, K-pop stands. What group were they? It was um NCT.
0: NCT. Yeah. I feel like I can speak to this because I'm an <laughs> citizen, <laughs> and I really do like Mew. Like. I guess, well, you we should explain what happened first.
3: Yeah, so the fans were of NCT were claiming plagiarism because the music, was it the video or was it just stills? It was the video, right? I think it was the video, yeah. Yeah, yeah the video. The music video he put out was similar to one of the members of NCT. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the I think the craziest part
3: it got to the point where Mew, like,
1: had to set a whole press conference about, like, addressing <laughs> the situation.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so ridiculous. Oh my gosh. Yeah, goodness. I think the thing that gets me the most about these allegations of plagiarism is that that, like, NCT members music video, it's literally mm-hmm. just a cover of a song. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's not that. even, like, an NCT song. It's a cover of that song i like me
1: better
3: yeah oh yeah oh
0: (laughs) and it's just so typical i feel like these days especially with there being a lot more independent artists where people would just go out in the city and like walk around and film their music video that way
1: they were such generic settings Uh, like that could be in any city (laughs) around the world like clearly it was in multiple cities all those settings
0: Literally, like, I don't, I don't know if you're going to say that's plagiarism, then you have to bring in literally every artist who has ever walked around a city filming a music video. <laughs> right. Like, it's so ridiculous. I don't know. I don't yeah, know if and, people are and... bored or what, or if it started as a joke. I <laughs> I don't
3: know. I think it's so interesting because NCT's is under MS, right? SM, yeah. SM, SM. SM sorry, sorry. <laughs> They're under SM, and SM is known for copying other oh, artists. They definitely are. Yeah. Like, if anyone is interested, go check out the League of Legends K-pop group. Oh, the mm-hmm. KDA. KDA. Yeah. And just... And, oh, what's... Aespa? Is that? Oh, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just search for Aespa and KDA, and you'll see plagiarism. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> There are, there are a lot of instances.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I just find this whole thing ridiculous. And when people were pointing out that this is ridiculous, it's so generic, <laughs> they started digging into Mew's past and bringing yeah, up art. They brought up art, yep. And yep. they were attacking Mew for sexual assault.
0: Oh, gosh. People treat the Muart situation like it's a cardinal sin to even Mm. mention Art's name. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: And and just as an add-on, because this happened, Om uh, went on Twitter without doing any research (laughs) of why this was trending. He said that this was, like, great. They're Talking about someone's like sexual assaulting and it's a win and every like, yeah, and oh. <laughs> and the Mew fans got pissed off <laughs> and started reporting his channel or his uh, Twitter <laughs> and that, and he <laughs> he was trying to defend himself that he didn't know what was going on or anything about but it, but just I'm just like look okay. worse. <laughs> yeah you inserted yourself into this situation (laughs) what's wrong with you and then he went on after he actually tried to apologize on twitter but afterwards he went on ig live and was telling everyone there how he was being attacked for no reason on
0: twitter (laughs) he just is always the victim i actually i can't like (laughs) <laughs> i don't even know where to begin with this because yeah. he just has proved himself to mm. i don't know if it's victimizing himself or just mm-hmm. making a bigger deal out of things than they are yeah. but it yeah. definitely was not a good move for him to be like well yeah. you guys shouldn't attack me because i didn't even know what was going on it's like
3: well then yeah. don't and why did speak you speak on, on it? it at all exactly <laughs> yeah right uh, he was trying to get brownie points, right? He was trying to co- get on the trend and just use it for his own good to show how woke he is. But Definitely. but yeah, it backfired. And just, it doesn't have anything to do with Mew, but on his IG Live, someone asked him why he was, or if he had permission to share Earth's story, right? The mm. sexual harassment stuff mm, uh, earth yeah. went through and he said why would he need that it was his story too uh, uh, that he played so... a
0: part in exposing that it happened but it's not yeah. his
3: story because it didn't happen to him exactly and he himself said that he was the one who took it up with mv because earth came to him after it happened and he made a big deal of it in mv which got Earth excluded from everything. And this is something he's proud of himself. Yeah. It makes me wonder how
1: Earth must feel having mm. the thing that happened to him constantly be brought up over and over mm-hmm. again by mm-hmm. Om. And usually it's not to benefit Earth at all. Like it's to benefit Um yeah, to, to make Om. him seem like the good person for calling motive village out for this and and helping to get earth out of there but like i'm like how does earth feel about having to rehash this over and over and over again like i wouldn't feel good if i was in that situation but obviously i can't speak for him but like neither can am so i'm like why does he keep doing so Mm
3: mm-hmm I mean, wouldn't there been a better way to do, like, do something about it instead of just uh, directly going to MV when it's one of the higher ups who is doing that? Couldn't they somehow gotten some information at the backline and then gone gone to the police or something? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it happened, so I can't say to what was done right or wrong. But I do feel like it's very self-serving everything he does yeah so Mm -hmm. I can't think that he would do it to help someone else like he only reason he went on this whole to get earth out of the contract was to, to use him in his own show that's true that's really true and I used to
0: think about it in like a complete opposite way where I was like well, it's a good thing that he's bringing light to this, and he's trying to get Earth a job. But just as time progresses, it just seems like, like you said, it's a self-serving thing that he's trying to yeah. do, and he's not actually trying mm-hmm. to spread awareness or help Earth.
3: Yeah, because at this point, it doesn't do any good keeping like bringing it up all the time. It's happened; they're they've moved on. They have no proof. They have just their words for it. So nothing he does will actually help. And he's just starting to piss people off. And he's gonna piss MV off. He's gonna piss everyone off with the um, this like he might get sued for the call it what you want.
0: Who knows? Anything's yeah. possible. I have some tea about Om.
3: <laughs> yeah, go for it.
0: Actually, I was. This isn't really like an insider thing because I was going to tweet about it today, but mm-hmm. I got this email from the representative from that platform, Gaga ULALA.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> and they were basically reaching out to me to try to get me to make reaction videos for "Call It What You Want." Okay. And so. <laughs> and then the thing they were like trying to bribe me with was that they would give me a free like 90 day trial or something to this oh my right? god and i was like i was like i'm sorry like i didn't say why but i was like i'm sorry like thank you for reaching out but i declined this offer like <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: oh but my yeah god. i was gonna
0: tweet about this later on because yeah i was like this dude he is um he is probably burning so many bridges including like one that I maybe would have made because of his online behavior
2: Mm -hmm. and I just honestly
0: the whole thing with I feel like exploiting earth's situation almost mm -hmm. between that and him and art using the author of secret admirer Uh, fire I was just yeah. like I have no respect left for this person and I don't want mm-hmm. to
1: endorse his future works. And yeah. it's sad because like it's it's affecting other platforms too because I now associate Gaga Ooh la la with um because they mm-hmm. take the same energy he does to things like they're always making comments under tweets like they made comments under the tweets of Vote Village doing the auditions and stuff like that so and I'm sad. like
3: mm-hmm. You
1: guys are gonna get yourselves the same reputation that he has with a lot of people Mm -hmm. and as a professional streaming platform not for a multitude of dramas and lgbt media like you would think they wouldn't be putting so much into sticking up for this This one one individual person to the point of sacrificing their professional image and and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing but it's just like i don't really like want to watch things on their platform even though their shows that i am looking forward to that are going to be on there i Mm -hmm. i don't like their vibe right now and that's because of the way they associate themselves with him and take on the same energy that he has
3: yeah Mm -hmm. same yeah i won't go near gaga i don't agree with uh how they are acting in social media i think that um he's already been acting sus like He got suspended with his original Twitter account. And there's a reason for that. And he hasn't gotten it back. So, (laughs) obviously, there was a good reason for the suspension. Or he would have gotten it back when they did the manual check of it. So, yeah. I don't understand why they would sacrifice their integrity to support this man. Hmm.
0: Honestly, if... If they were reaching out about like another show then I probably would have considered it right just the fact that Om has become so I guess closely connected with this platform and whoever runs their social media it just does right. not vibe with me it doesn't sit exactly. right with me
3: mm-hmm same but yeah that's my tea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's the end of tea time.
1: <laughs> we had a lot to talk about today.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, there were a lot more to talk about during tea time, but I figured this these were like the highlights of the couple of months that's been. Today, we are going to dive down into the show that is a lovely writer. Yes. <laughs> Yes, because most people have probably seen it or heard about it. It's a show that depicts a couple, or the main ship is an actor and and writer and they they use a lot of humor and shade towards the industry, like you get to see behind the scenes stuff and there's a lot to unpack and I've seen some people say that it's boring and I'm just (laughs) yeah well then you're not paying attention because there's a lot going on in those episodes (laughs) Yeah, I agree (laughs) I mean in just five episodes they have
1: touched on so many different things Mm -hmm. in the industry and behind the scenes that we're aware of and I I don't know I'm yeah, there's just so much to back there, like you said. It's
3: the dark side of the BL industry, to put it plainly. They've done more for, like, exposing than Om has ever done with his documentary. <laughs> <laughs> this is what Om wishes he was making. Right? He must be green with envy. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, just... Getting out there, in the first episode, the first scene in the first episode, is Jean, yeah. the writer, yeah. writing mm-hmm. a scene. And he's writing this like typical hot BL, not safe for work kind of scene. Or the beginning of one, at least. And uh, he gets really frustrated, stops, and just like writes out, like, this is sexual harassment. <laughs> mm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was really taken aback by that. I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. I can't believe they're actually even mentioning sexual harassment or like yeah. how it's romanticized.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he makes it clear that he's not comfortable with it too, and that he gets a lot of pressure from his publisher to include NC scenes into his work. Mm-hmm. So even even right off the bat, like touching on that front, like feeling like they have to put certain types of scenes into their novels and into their series to make them attractive to the fans and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they they just dove right into it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> I was not expecting it to be, or I guess them to cover an issue like that and then continuously mention it.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Obviously, people, we are going into spoilers here. So if you <laughs> haven't watched it you, or don't like spoilers, you should just turn off. <laughs> <laughs> like one of the first scenes, too, is he doesn't want his, his book has become a show, but he doesn't want to be a part of it mm. because it's not a work mm. he's proud of because he's been pressured too much by his editor to write it. And the fantasy show, or the book he wrote, is called Bad Engineer. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah, so obviously they're making fun of the whole Engineer Uni. Um, yeah. Uh, dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the first episode, they go straight into casting.
1: Yeah. So much went down during the casting scenes. Like, yes. Yeah. Oh,
3: my God. Yeah, and just a uh, blatant homophobia <laughs> yeah. around the table yeah, when they are talking about which actors to cast. Yeah. Yeah, they can't cast the guy who is the most yeah. effeminate because yeah. he's too gay.
1: Yeah, but they yes. can cast a Aoi because he's just the right amount of gay but still being attractive to yes. the female <laughs> viewers. Like... Yes. Oh my goodness, <laughs> like...
0: They literally use the words, like, he's in the right level.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Meaning of, like, gayness. (laughs) Literally. And they talk about how this will give them points from the LGBTQ community. But they can still market it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. And and then, like, the
1: one guy on the team was like, well, why is it okay to cast one gay person but not another? And I'm just like... (sighs) Asking the real questions here, my friend, Mm -hmm. especially because we've had series that have been very blatant about their casting preferences, (laughs) two (laughs) moons, and stuff like that. So, like, just so I don't even have words for how much I enjoy seeing the way that they
3: bring up these issues. Mm -hmm. And one thing that really stood out to me was the director mentioning because he was afraid Gene was going to take over the whole show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they kind of throw shade at authors who come in and just demand things. And mm-hmm. the director of Lovely Writer directed TarnType. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did make that connection. <laughs> yes. So that's a comment towards name for anyone who didn't notice it's definitely it's well known that she is she's been very active on the set of thorn type and she's in every behind the scenes she's everywhere so yeah demanding authors i laughed so hard when i saw that
0: (laughs) yeah there are so many and i guess we'll get into more of them but i feel like there are so many instances in this show where i was like oh that has to be a reference to this actual thing that happened yeah Mm
1: -hmm.
3: Like, they're slick with it. They really are. They are. And there's probably a lot that we miss because we're not from Thailand and, like, yeah, culture stuff we won't understand. But yeah, that was, there's so much happening in the first episode. I was, my jaw was, like, to the floor and I was yeah. just like, what? I don't think anyone expected it. <laughs> Yeah, I knew what it was about the whole show, but I didn't expect them to go so hard at it. Yeah. Oh, definitely not.
0: I thought it was just going to be this happy go lucky BL that maybe even exacerbated the issues that they end up covering. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was really shocked. I was like, wow, this is why
3: people keep asking me to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else you noticed in episode one? Episode one? Hmm. Let me look at my notes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, they mention or they acknowledge how there's this unoriginality and repetition of plots in the BL industry. Mm. They mention that because they're like, oh, another engineering BL or something like that.
1: Yeah. And I think that was also at the same point when Jean mentioned how he didn't want to put in too many NC scenes because then people Mm -hmm. would think that's the only thing that BL has to offer. Yes. Um, So, yeah. And, you know, his publisher pushing back against him and and kind of being like, well, if you include this and write this one last book with these things, then we'll let you actually write what you want to write in the future.
3: Mm. (laughs) I found it a little funny. If you see when the editor is reading his not safe for work scenes she starts drinking really heavily that character is so yeah and she this is such like a show of like to show how thirsty she is right yeah yeah that's like the only thing she cares
1: about (laughs) that's like her whole shtick throughout the whole show so far has to include more nc scenes pretty much Mm mm-hmm
0: yeah, it's just, it really is just like one thing after another <laughs> in yeah. a row, especially in that first episode. I'm like, yeah. oh, they addressed this and this and this and this. Like, it almost makes you feel like, wow, I guess, like, fans are not just screaming into the void about these issues.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe They're being like, realized.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe they're actually being taken seriously now because mm-hmm. I was like, wow, it, it's a breath of fresh air. <laughs> it was
3: for i'm just going to jump into episode 2 what i noticed from episode 2 was i started noticing the sound effects they are yes, very excessive too. but i someone <laughs> yes. pointed out to me that the sound effects yeah normally they use them for humor but they think that in this show it's they're using them overly much because they're making fun of other shows that use them yeah
1: (laughs) I mean the sound effects are like a BL staple but especially Mm. like I think I've kind of gotten used to it now but like in the first episode and first and second episode it felt like it was like every five seconds there was another (laughs) sound effect and I was just like This is, like, excessive even for a Thai drama. Like, I thought I'd gotten (laughs) used to all the sound effects, but, like, this just was next level.
3: Yeah, because I'm pretty used to it, too. So it wasn't before the second episode that I really started noticing that it's too much. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it has to be a conscious choice. Considering everything else they put into it, it has to be on purpose.
0: I wouldn't be surprised because yeah. there definitely are so many sound effects
3: yeah and have you noticed the amount of like sexy music that comes on whenever yeah. like mm-hmm. music follows it, yeah. zip <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like when he he comes out of the room oh the bathroom yeah in, yeah in like no shirt on it's just like ooh ah <laughs> what is going on it's like a li- literal porn music
0: <laughs> the scene is kind of long too like they stay on the mm-hmm. same camera frame for a long time yeah yes
3: <laughs> it's obviously they're making a point <laughs> yeah i'm trying to think what else happened
0: in episode two yeah i don't Remember I mean, we have, scenes. oh, we have Nub Sib and Jean are kind of doing a method acting
1: thing together. Oh, the yeah, the kids. Yeah,
0: where you're yeah. like, oh, mm. I just thought to myself, like, oh, no, like, later on in the series, are the lines going to start being blurred? And they don't know if they're acting with each other or helping each other with the novel or what.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting because... That did kind of come up again in episode four mm-hmm. episode four, when Jean was drunk and was trying to, I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead, but I just made that yeah, connection. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> when Jean was drunk and was trying to like kiss Nubsip and being like, oh, you're helping me practice for, you're helping me practice for the novel. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think mm-hmm. they're trying to show Jean having confusion about what are his actual feelings for Mm. Nubsip versus what is happening, because Nubsip has been helping him practice his kiss scenes and practice positions for sex scenes and stuff like that. So I feel like they did call back to that in episode four.
0: It was giving me very much that Korean movie method vibes.
3: Yeah. Mm. It's interesting because... If you watch like in the beginning of the episode Nubsip is using this whole his role in the show and everything to try and sneak in on Jean, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. If you see it from Nubsip's side, you kind of get glimpse of that he does actually like Jean, but if you think about it through Jean's eyes, then I would be confused too because yeah. uh-huh. Nubsip keeps bringing up like scenes and i'm gonna help you write this thing and right yeah Mm -hmm. because that's like nubsip's way of trying to
1: get i don't even know because i get on his good side i guess would be the right Mm -hmm. term by like helping Mm -hmm. him practice and and find a way to be close to him but yeah Mm -hmm. it could definitely be confusing for gene to be like oh well this was just a practice kiss so how do i know that Nubzip actually has feelings for me, and he's not just joking around or mm-hmm. doing whatever he was doing before,
3: yeah, I think it's interesting since we're just going for all the chapters now <laughs> or <laughs> episodes <laughs> the in the beginning, nubzib is very aggressive, yeah, and he's sort of playing a part, yeah like he's yeah acting like kin from the yeah. Book mm-hmm. Gene wrote. Like he's being really aggressive and just coming off very strong. Mm-hmm. Which also makes it sort of confusing because he's acting like Kin. So I understand why Gene would like think he's just trying to learn how to play the role. But you see in the newer episodes that he is softening up when he notices that Gene doesn't respond to that. Yeah. It's not because I think that he thinks that Gene wants kin. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. why he wrote the story.
1: He yeah. yeah, made a comment, I think, about trying to be Jean's perfect character
3: in mm-hmm.
1: being kin. And I don't think that NubSip realizes yet how much Gene does not care for that story because of the way he was pressured into writing it so like he doesn't mm-hmm. know how much gene was how much is actually like what gene wants to write versus how much what his publishing company wanted him to write so mm-hmm. like we know that kin is a result probably mainly from him being pressured to write certain things whereas nubsip things mm-hmm. like this is the kind of man that gene wants so i have to be this man
3: hmm yeah Yeah, because that flies out the window when Nupse stops Jean from attacking him when he's drunk. Oh, that scene! You see that he's got really good morals. He's not like his other persona is just an act. Like he's he's really a good guy. I caught
0: myself thinking, like, oh wow, he. (laughs) He said that he doesn't want to do anything because he
1: doesn't yeah. think they're ready.
0: And then I was like, what is this bare minimum? The bar
1: is on the floor. Literally but
0: like, bare minimum. Mm-hmm. The like, fact yay. that we
1: were all so excited that Nubsip wanted to wait for genuine consent when his partner was not mm-hmm. drunk. And like that was like a huge <laughs> thing in a BL. Like, mhm I mean, like, I'm really, really glad that it went that route, but also, like, mm-hmm. the fact that we can't always expect that from the dramas we watch. And, like, it was a surprising thing that mm-hmm. he stopped him <laughs> and wanted to wait for consent. Like,
3: yeah, because oh, no gosh. one expected it, especially because when they put out the, like, tra- this little teaser yeah. for the episode, they kind of insinuated that they would be having some sort of relations.
1: Someone mentioned that. I think one of the Thai, like, BL accounts that I follow mentioned that in the novel, they do basically go all the way during that scene.
3: Yeah, JBL said that. Yeah,
1: I'm so, so glad that they changed it and went a different route for the TV show. Like, that made me much more appreciative of that scene, Mm -hmm. I think.
3: This is, like, what I... I've been, like, preaching this for such a long time, but I mean, because... In writing, for me, it doesn't. I don't think uh, the s- standards have to be really as high as on the TV screen because I believe like fiction is fiction. But when you get it on the TV screen, you have a responsibility because it feeds into reality uh, because it's harder to uh, disassociate yourself when you see real people doing it mm-hmm. or doing stuff. So I think that. I'm completely fine with uh, how they do novels, but I think when they're adapting it to the screen, they need to change it. They need to adapt it for the TV screen, that it's not not showing these problematic situations that could be psychologically wrong for people who don't really understand the difference between reality and on-screen fiction.
0: Yeah, there's definitely, I would say most people are going to watch the show and not even read the book, especially Mm -hmm. if it's, you know, we can't just like pick up the Thai book and read it. Yeah. So uh, I do. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that there's definitely a responsibility or a heightened responsibility when you put Mm -hmm. something on air.
2: Mm -hmm. and
0: just the exposure that that's getting and the more people that you're going to reach you want to represent the story in the best Mm -hmm. way
3: possible like often novels are written like a lot of years ago and Mm -hmm. times have changed so you you kind of need to adapt it to more modern times as well yeah yeah like i'm pretty sure the
0: author of together said this before but Whenever she talked about how the novel was written a long time mm. ago, she's like, Well, I wouldn't have written it like that now. Right. Like, mm-hmm. My thoughts are different now. Yeah. Which I think is a really good thing and is something that should be acknowledged yeah. when you compare the series to the
3: novel. Mm-hmm, I agree. People change and their thoughts change. Like, I see that, like, what now I have a completely different view of stuff now as Mm -hmm. uh, over 30 year old (laughs) than I had in my like early 20s. I see things completely different and it's not just Mm. like a difference in the time. It's also a difference in just my own beliefs and just what I learned through the years and understood better through the years. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's really good that they are doing these changes and adapting it. So well. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's probably necessary. <laughs> and
0: mm-hmm. I really yeah. appreciate the director for doing that.
3: Yeah, I yeah. It shows like they're really aware of what they are trying to put out there. The mm-hmm. message they're trying to put out. And I find it really interesting that they are making you ship the non-ship. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean. Like the yeah. ship in My Engineer is... Nupsit and Bad in- Engineer, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. It's Nupsit and-, <laughs> and oh, I can't a- say its name. Aoi, a- a- o- I think.
1: Aoi. A- 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 a-
3: a- o- a- o- Aoi. A- yeah. They're supposed that. to be the ship, they're supposed to be like the main couple that everyone thinks like should be together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they are forcing you to see that that's ridiculous and yeah. they are shipping you like with a person that isn't part of the show. Yeah, it's,
0: it's so crazy seeing them try to act a... Yeah. A- <laughs> and, sip, and then seeing that they really have, like, no chemistry at yeah. all. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really mm-hmm. showing, really like, the backside of fan service. Mm-hmm. Especially from Aoi's perspective, which I know, Kayla, <laughs> you said you hadn't seen episode five yet, but we kind of get more of his backstory in that episode and it kind of helps you to understand why he wants the show to do so well and why he's pushing Mm -hmm. so hard for their ship to be believable. And there's like a couple things that happen on the fan service side of things, like trying Mm -hmm. to post a story and get good images for the fans and Nubsip is Mm -hmm. like really not having it. And it was like, well, we have to do this for the fans, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think it's also a very good commentary on fan service. We clearly see that it's going to become more of an issue in the later episodes as Gene and Sid become more yeah. romantically involved and in how that's going to impact the show and cause trouble for them. But even now, mm-hmm. like just the way that they are trying to, before the show even starts, like sell the ship and, and do all of that stuff. I like their commentary on that, too. And I think it's a reality that a lot of fans don't want to accept, but I think they're showcasing Mm -hmm. it
3: fairly accurately so far. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes. And, like, it's really impressive is that they're making Aoi the villain. Mm -hmm. Until episode four, he's a flat-out villain, and, like, everyone just hates that he's Budding into right. this. But in episode five, when you get his background, I completely understand where they he's coming from. For him. They make you feel for his character. Yeah.
1: And like you understand why he's trying to sell it so much.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm interested to watch
1: it because
0: yeah. I'm one of those people who are annoyed anytime he talks.
1: Yeah that was literally everyone (laughs) through like halfway through episode five and then suddenly you get like this whole slew of like his backstory and you're like holy shit this poor Mm -hmm. kid like yeah
0: good i've been really curious
1: yeah they're making him a much more complex character than i expected because i really thought he would just be there as a catalyst to get between gene and nubsip but like they're actually making him like a, a pretty complex character, it seems, which is cool to see. Good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's this part in episode three. This is a little off topic, but I wanna know if you guys <laughs> noticed it. And it's whenever they're filming Oi and Nubsim, or trying to film the kiss scene.
1: Yeah. And mm-hmm.
0: Sim doesn't wanna do it, so he makes the excuse that he's sick. Yeah. And then the director implies that he's lying about being sick. Yeah. And it just reminded mm-hmm. me of the Mew art thing so much.
2: Oh, my
1: God. It reminded me I so forgot about of that, that about part that. of that story. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> I was yeah. like, is this supposed to be because of that? Or maybe not. Maybe a lot of people just fake sick to get out of work.
3: It might be because they are making commentary towards a lot of like stuff that fans are aware of. Yeah. That...
0: that stuck out to me. I was like, am I the only one who notices <laughs> that there's this like thing about him lying about being sick on set? <laughs> I don't
3: know. Yeah, someone mentioned too that in, it's probably in episode five, but the director is acting like um. Mm. <laughs>
1: Uh, there was funny. that and then there's also mm-hmm. supposedly a direct call out to him which i this totally went mm. over my head when i was watching <laughs> and i'm sorry kayla this is gonna be a spoiler for you that's fine <laughs> but there's the hashtag gene is not the driver is the thing that fans mm-hmm. are using for them and that's apparently a call out to the whole um and what's the same cop row and the whole idea that Om was like driving him back and forth to set but there was allegations that something was going on there but Am was saying it was Mm. completely professional and so when saying like hashtag Gene is not the driver they were saying obviously there's something more than a professional relationship going on between Nubsip and Gene and I was like that (laughs) Mm -hmm. completely went over my head when I was watching it and then someone mentioned it and I was like oh shit they're calling out Om too now like
0: that's
1: so funny they are not holding back
3: (laughs) yeah and it's the scene where people are like talking about the director reminds them of arm yeah is the director is being really he's making the boys kiss and he's being really loud and moaning and just being sort of disgusting about it, just, yeah, like yeah. hotter, hotter, and yeah, mm-hmm. you know, um, is known for being really vocal about actors' physical appearance and how well they kiss and yeah. just stuff like that. So people believe it's like a call out to that. And he also, what does he say when Gene leaves? He said it wasn't this hot, oh. and Gene is like really, oh, oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Because gene was feeling like, flustered watching Dubsip kiss him, and he had to leave. And he was like, mm-hmm. the director was like, "Oh, it must have been because the scene I just directed was so hot that he was feeling flustered yeah. or something like that." And
3: yeah, yeah. and it's the the scene oh. I directed. Yeah,
1: it was so hot.
3: Like- and it's also <laughs> yeah. like
1: the scene itself is like very. That was another one. The whole bad engineer, like, whenever they're filming the mock scenes for that, they're just so Mm. bad and so over (laughs) the top. Like, it's like a call out to BL shows within a BL show. And the Mm -hmm. way Kin is, like, so aggressive and is literally, Mm -hmm. like, assaulting Namcha, I think is Aoi's character's name, is literally assaulting him a majority of the time, especially during, like, their kiss scenes and stuff like that. And they had NubSip mm-hmm. like call that out in that scene. But then the director was like, just do what mm-hmm. I say. And I was just like,
3: Oof. yeah. Yeah. NubSip stops up and says, like, this is sexual harassment. I can't do this. And the director is just like, no, no, you do it. it I make the decisions here. Go do it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, there's a lot to unpack. <laughs>
1: and we're not even halfway so through the show yet. Like, oh my <laughs> yeah, goodness.
3: <right? laughs> Another thing that I really like is how they switch the roles of Tom and Tiffy.
1: Yeah, because yeah. Tom
3: is like the makeup guy and all that, and Tiffy is really like badass. I have such a writing. crush on Tiffy. It's not even
1: funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: she's so, she's so badass. Oh,
0: <laughs> like riding
3: motorcycles and just in, general. but Tiffy thinks Tom is gay. She thinks mm-hmm. he likes Jean. Yes. Yeah. Which, surprise. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs>
0: yeah. I really love this scene where they're putting makeup on each other. Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> so refreshing. And just like that moment of tension between them.
3: Yeah. Right? There's some sexual tension there. And you can see on her face that she's like getting really confused. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. I do think it's also interesting
0: that she probably has the assumption that he's gay because he takes care of his appearance
1: yeah that's exactly yeah. it she always makes commentary about his outfits mm-hmm. and stuff like that and his style mm-hmm. so it's really interesting
3: She sort of like treat him like a gay best yeah, friend that's exactly <laughs> it
1: and i think she is confused yeah. by the fact that she like low-key feels something for him and can't tell if he's like flirting mm-hmm. with her but he mm-hmm. is and she just under the impression that he's gay so she's like why would he be flirting with me it's a really interesting dynamic mm-hmm. honestly I do enjoy yeah. their scenes yeah. me
0: too I really like it I was like they did it they, the heads did it this time they made it
1: <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> Yeah, and I think in the future episode it's going to be really really interesting with the whole Aoi and his background and just his relationship with um, Mock and yeah. The girl, the... Oh, that's a spoiler. Oh, the other thing is a spoiler. I won't say it, but yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> I think the dynamic there is going to be interesting. But it's going to be interesting to see who Nubzip actually is. Because it does seem like he knows Dean's family. Oh, Without us knowing anymore. We don't oh. know anymore. It's just...
1: Yeah they, yeah, they
3: seem to be hinting that they're like
1: old family friends type thing is what the mm-hmm. the preview kind of the gave from the little bit that we saw.
3: Yeah, but then again, like the previews have been really fueling yeah, us been very every day. time. <laughs> yeah. Who knows what could happen at this point. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have anything else that stood out? Only other thing I
1: wanted to point out, which was also something that happened in episode five kind of going back to fan culture when the girls were taking those pictures of gene and commenting on how cute he is and how they were gonna like post them in their group chat and that must be the guy Mm -hmm. we saw on twitter and then nubsip came up and was like you really shouldn't be taking pictures of him without his permission and You know, I understand that Mm. you think he's cute, but next time maybe ask him first. Which I guess is pretty relevant to what we discussed about Earth earlier. Mm. The idea Mm -hmm. of, like, getting consent from someone before you're taking their pictures and posting them. Especially Gene, because he is not a celebrity. And he did not, Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to be in the spotlight he tries to stay in the background yeah. of things. So like the fact that Nubsip came up and was like, yeah, just next time ask for his picture ask. and make sure he's okay with it being taken. And then that was just really nice to
3: see. If you notice that every picture of Gene on social media has been taking like stalker yeah. pictures. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and someone took like a really, really close up when he's on Nupse back when he's drunk, and I'm just like, Mm -hmm. how did they not notice that (laughs) someone was that close to them taking
0: pictures? (laughs) What? The camera must have been really zoomed in.
3: (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it's creepy how many moments they have found and taken picture of of Gene and Nupse. Well, they didn't realize like that
1: there were apparently fans around watching them, like there was the one, they they had pictures from when they were in the grocery store together, like you said, the moment Mm -hmm. when Jean was drunk and they were in the parking garage, Mm -hmm. like all these moments where I guess they assumed that they were alone or at least no one that recognized them was around and
3: pictures popped up from it. Yeah. And they're like not huge celebrities. So these have to be people who are actively following them around. Yeah. Which probably happens, because we've seen, like, comments from companies telling fans to stop following yeah, their private schedules and stuff. artists. Mm-hmm.
1: It's a very
3: common yeah. thing. Yeah.
0: The only other thing that I noticed, I guess, was just that I really loved the scene where the friends all had, like, the reunion dinner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. I, I thought, can't believe we
1: forgot to mention that one. I thought we that was really... That
0: interesting and frustrating and I think that Mm. Tom is a great
1: character oh my god yeah when he stepped Mm -hmm. up for him after the fact and that Mm -hmm. one guy and the way that they were all like it's okay if you're gay like we like shipping and stuff like that as if that's the same Mm -hmm. thing as being a supportive ally to your LGBT friends and as if that excused them trying to pressure him to come out and yeah, then he was like yeah. I really don't think it's any of your guys' business like yeah. oh my gosh that was that one that one friend was pissing me off
3: Yeah because he gets offended yeah. that he won't tell them what's up but I was just through the that whole thing I was just thinking that well look how you're acting yeah. is it weird that he doesn't want to tell you <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> Start being a better friend first. The
0: whole thing is so backhanded.
3: Yeah, because mm-hmm. like you
0: said, they're they say, "Oh, we wouldn't have a problem with it. We would support you," but at the same time, they're mocking Gene for for like mm-hmm. this perceived femininity that he has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like right? putting him Into that gay stereotype, so it's just so mm-hmm. backhanded.
3: Yeah, they did that scene really well. I think um, it sparked a lot of conversation and a lot of support uh, for Jean's side of it. this. Because I don't think a lot of people are thinking about this. Like, they think that, okay, I support people that are gay. So they can tell me. Mm-hmm. Just tell me. Because I support you, so just tell me. Yeah. <laughs> so I think a lot of, like, if you see it, fans uh, pressuring actors and stuff to come out right Mm -hmm. it's the same thing like they it's really none of their business if whoever you're talking to if they're gay or not you shouldn't assume and Mm -hmm. you shouldn't pry because it doesn't matter at the end of the day it's their private business Mm. so trying to assume or trying to pressure an actor or whatever that you're a fan of to come out by asking questions all the time are you gay do you like boys Mm -hmm. like like those obnoxious like journalists all the time yeah i saw that they at the award thing why universe Mm -hmm. award Mm -hmm. some journalist um asked the guy in kin porsche mile or was it mile? mile mile or oppo yeah I can't remember which one it was but people were saying that he's made comments in the past that suggest that he might be gay so this journalist went right out and just like asked him and he was just like well people are what they are I won't tell you because it doesn't really matter and you shouldn't (laughs) be asking right (laughs) like that's paraphrasing (laughs) Yeah, so I I think it's really bad like with journalists trying to pry into Mm. these actors' lives and asking if they're gay or not. But they're doing it because they know if they have the headline that this and this actor said they're gay, or they might have said something in a roundabout way that might suggest that they're gay, (laughs) they know they will get clicks, right? So the problem isn't the journalist per se, it's... The fads that are so interested in knowing the actor's sexuality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, if you want that to stop, you need to stop prying into their private lives. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah, I could feel Jean's anxiety, like, through the screen. Because it's so clear mm. that he himself still hasn't completely, like, come to terms or is open with Mm-mm. who he is. Yeah. So they're yep. just making it worse. <laughs> they're really, they're probably pushing him further in the closet.
3: Yeah. Yeah, he's probably gonna have, like, a really long realization thing going through the episode. Like, we're getting to 12 episodes and we're only five in, so... <laughs> <laughs> so
0: much happened. A lot of... A lot of stuff
3: will happen. <laughs> I'm really excited though to see how everything turns out. Yeah, same, same. It's like one of the shows that's really I will watch like the second it comes out yeah. on WeTV. It's like my I'm really mm-hmm. excited about it
1: right now and I'm I'm really enjoying it a lot.
3: Mhm. Okay, so that's it for our commentary so far. We might do another one when it's finished, so there will probably be a lot more to unpack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so everyone listening, tell us what you thought of the show so far in the comments, if you're on YouTube. Or tweet at us, the, our Twitter is in the description. Now we're going to go over to Alexa, who has some upcoming shows and schedules. Yes. So our currently
1: airing and upcoming shows to look forward to. Trying to get it as accurate as possible, as always, to what things will look like when this is airing at the beginning of April. But if I miss stuff, cut me some slack. So for the currently airing, There is the Chinese bromance show, Word of Honor. I know. I think it's finished airing in in China, but the episodes Mm -hmm. like being subtitled for fans will still be going on through the end of April, and they get uploaded Mm -hmm. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday is on YouTube. And Vicky. Oh, and Vicky as well. I did not realize that. So that's good. So on Wednesdays, we have Lovely Writer, of course, which is on WeTV. Unfortunately, it's only available in Asian regions, so you will need a VPN mm-hmm. to watch it, or they will upload the episode for free the following week on YouTube. So YouTube uploads are week behind the show's airing. Mm-hmm. On Friday, we still have Brothers, the series airing online TV. I have no commentary on that one because I don't I still <laughs> don't know anyone who's watching it. Yeah. But yes, that's Friday's online TV. We also have on Fridays the Taiwanese drama We Best Love Friday Mr. Second, which at the time this goes out will be getting ready to air its finale episode. Everyone knows we're big mm. fans of that show here, so we all would recommend it. Go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> on sundays there's another chinese i believe chinese bromance killer and healer i haven't heard too much mm-hmm. about it but i have seen that the episodes are being uploaded onto youtube i'm assuming similar to word of honor they're probably a couple weeks behind the airing in china but you can find the subbed episodes mm-hmm. on youtube and then also on sundays there is history for close to you being uploaded <laughs> on uh, on Vicky. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs>
3: not not much to say i have i have no, comment. no comments no comments
1: <laughs> and then for the upcoming stuff to look forward to or not look forward to depending on how you feel about things in april friday april 9th. Gaga ulala is call it what you want. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, no comment there Once again, no comment.
1: <laughs> also, starting on Friday, April 9th, is the GMMTV show Fighting Fish Upon the Sky, not Fighting Mr. Second. Fish Upon the Sky, <laughs> which is taking over Tale of a Thousand Stars spot. That'll be on GMMTV's YouTube every Friday. Another show on Gaga ulala. Uh, The Taiwanese show, Papa and Daddy, the premise of the show I was actually really into because it's about a couple, like, gay couple, like, raising a child together and, like, the stigma that the child faces and stuff like that. But as I said earlier, I'm a little bit hesitant about Gaga ooh la la right now, so Mm. I don't know if I'll be able to catch it. But the premise sounds interesting for any of those who are enjoying Gaga Uala and would like to watch content on there. April 15th, which is a Thursday, there's another Korean BL web drama, Nobleman Ryu's Wedding. So it's going to be a historical drama. It has the cast members that we've seen, two of the casts from the previous, uh, some of the previous BL BL shows in it. So that'll be Thursdays on WeTV and Vicky, And then... We don't know when it'll get or if it will get an international release, but there is going to be a together movie airing on April 22nd. So from what we know, it's mainly a repackage of the series with some new scenes added in, including the wedding that they've been teasing for a while now But it's mostly going to be, I believe, repackage of season one, season two. I know they said you'd be seeing a lot more things from Sadawat's perspective. And then some new scenes coupled Mm. in or peppered in here and there. So, but we don't know. I'm assuming they'll be releasing it for international audiences. But they haven't given any information about when or where yet. So that's the upcoming we have for
3: April. Awesome. So, if uh, people want to support us, we have a Patreon, yes. and if you go and um, become a patron to the lowest level, which is €2, Euros, you will get the, every episode on Mondays instead of Tuesdays, and every tier over that, you will get more benefits. Like, we post our full reviews with spoilers and everything there for everything over €5. Euros. And yeah, so if you want more content and just support us so that we can afford our editor <laughs> <laughs> and, and other stuff, <laughs> then head over there and thank you so much to our already patrons. Yes, we love you guys. It means a lot. Yes. And thank you, Kayla, for joining us today. Yes. Thanks for asking me. Yep,
0: I really love your perspective. Um, This show, mm-hmm. Lovely Writer, is so great. <laughs> mm-hmm. So any excuse to talk about it. Awesome.
1: Um, but yeah, if yeah, it was, we do another episode, we'll awesome have to bring you back for the, if we do another episode yes. on it.
3: Cool. <laughs> yes, I'm in. Awesome. <laughs> That's great. That's all we have for today. Thanks, guys. Bye.
2: Bye. Hold up.